0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the HK Video Game Experience Hollywood Cole here again for season three and um, and with, of uh, course, Clearfire. Peat. What's up, Clearfire?
1: What's going on, man? What? I said the three peat
0: <laughs> <laughs> The three peat And yeah, we the got Cycle uh, Three. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about some uh, Super Nintendo games, a little post Clearfire threw up there. The 100 most popular video games in the past 30 years. We'll give you a little bit more details about that. But. Who else should we have on, of course, than the man himself who knows most growing up in the era, as I have, and Clearfire has, then Swinging Thunder. What's up, Swinging Thunder? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me again. Hey, welcome, dude. And so what we're going to do, man, is we're going to take this list, and let me just say, this is 100 most popular games for Super Nintendo, and there's a million of these lists like we talked about before we did the podcast, however... This one is slightly different.
1: <clears throat> yes, yeah, so I guess this this is the definitive 100 best Super Nintendo games according to over two thousand, two hundred thousand players, thirty years later.
0: Yeah, so it's not definitive, but it's a little bit better <laughs> than just somebody's opinion. <laughs> so it's uh, at least it's a, at it's least you got a lot of people in there throwing in. By Derek Rosengall of Up Rocks, so that that means oh four Up Rocks based on two hundred. 17,464 user ratings from MU Paradise, Groovy, IGDB, and How Long to Beat, North American Releases Only. And the final score was used, uh, excuse me, the final score uses a formula to weigh a game's total rating and average rating in an attempt to accurately represent which games are the most popular day, today Games that are both widely played and highly esteemed. And we've looked at this list and we posted it on Facebook. Some of you disagree with the list. I personally disagree with the list on some of them. They're just so random. Um, and we'll go into those. But
1: well, uh, before we do... I think the good thing about that, though, is the, is the randomness of it. Because you're looking at... You're comparing several different lists together to get all this data. So it, we might have some good
0: some good feedback on it. So I guess all the different lists had the same number nine. So that makes it so weird, you know yeah, what I'm saying? True. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on there. So, anyway, um, before we do that, let's just touch base with everybody, man. Let's go ahead swinging what you've been up to, dude. I, I don't know, when the last one you've been on was the Zelda one? Uh, it,
1: no, the cheat or, codes
0: a couple of episodes cheat codes, ago. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 102. Uh, Not long ago.
2: Yeah, not much, guys. Uh, unfortunately, I heard you guys' last episode. I mean, great episode, but, you know, a lot of the COVID stuff going around. So it's hit my family super hardcore. So, really just trying to help them out without getting sick ourselves. But life's good, man. Work's good. Uh, little mama started kindergarten at uh, East Rankin a couple of weeks ago. So, just experiencing school for the first time and just. You know, for me and her just living life and loving it, man.
1: Dude, that makes me like so happy because, like, when you (laughs) said that, my niece started at East Rankin in kindergarten this year. They might have the same teacher then. They could have.
2: There's only
0: two. Oh, yeah. They only
2: have two kindergarten classes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, cool, man. Um, We've spoken earlier. Kind of about uh, PlayStation modded and this kind of stuff. Have you been playing any retro games lately, or what's you been gaming on lately? You're go- you're gonna laugh at me. So
2: yes, a lot of retro gaming, but depends on what you want to call retro gaming. So, um, and I'm sure we'll have him on soon. So my brother Coastal jumped on Symphony tonight out of complete random. So I've been helping him without huh. telling him how to get through that game. So guiding him on that. And I've been on a PS2 kick, but actually. Busted out NCAA fourteen on the PS three last college football game. Um, going through doing the road to glory on that, and going through making uh, Mississippi State the uh, Alabama of my video game franchise. Where we're trying to pull <laughs> yeah. off multiple dynasties
1: go. and stuff. Well, you know, now that the uh, the the whole era of the nil, NIL is out, that uh, they're talking about having a new NCAA football game come out soon.
2: We'll see how that goes. That's going to cost too much money. I don't. I don't know if EA is going to want to dip their toe back in. it. I would love to see it. I mean, I would you, love. To you got to think
1: about it though. With all the likenesses, man, it's going to cost you like fifteen hundred dollars to buy the game because they're going to, have to pay all the players.
2: Well, the other thing is going back to retro gaming. Uh, you know, going back to play those PS2 games. You know, and I hate to say it like that. I would almost say that a lot of the EA PS2 games were probably the apex of where they were. You know, with. What you got for what you paid for without all the stupid patches, without all the DLC. You know, you could play a – there's a Madden 08 has a higher insane franchise mode than Madden 2022, 2021, whatever's out nowadays. I mean, so, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would well, want to buy a game. That's a great point, yeah. dude. 100% I agree, agree with you. I think
0: about it with the, with the NCAA because they got to pay every player now, potentially. Yeah. And so, are they going to go make individual deals? Because the thing is, with the NFL, you know, Madden, they still a ton of players, but they probably just made one single deal with the NFL. They didn't make a deal with each player. Correct. As opposed to the, you know, well, the, I don't know the, if they're going to... The NFL has the, a, a, uh, it has the NFL Players Association. Players Association.
1: So, they, yeah. they do a collective bargaining agreement with the Players Association, and players get yeah. their money
0: fed down through that. So, it, So whatever, a, a single organization and, and versus... You know, you're not going to make a deal with, even if you had to make a deal with every school, that would still be a huge undertaking. Well, which that's, it's I 130 think that's the case plus schools slash teams that
1: would be there for that. It's, it's insane. Well, well, I'll
2: give you, I'll give you a little couple things here. First off, let me go back to the retro gaming. So one that I don't even know if you guys even knew about. So NCAA had a college baseball game for two years that they did off the of MVP baseballs, uh-huh. NCAA 06 and 07. I've been playing 07, but going back to what you're talking about. When EA bought up the uh, NFL franchise, you know, they used to do NFL 2K5, the 2K series used to do it. And so they came out with a game three years later called All Pro 2K8. And what they did is they individually went to old retired players, Dan Marino, <laughs> Roddy Lott. and That's all the way them. do it. Well, the thing, it was a great game, but it just didn't get a lot of the uh, market acclaim that they were hoping for. And they kind of just gave up on it. It, was, it. A lot of football fans will say that it's probably the best gameplay engine to this day, once again, NFL 2K8 made in 2007, and we're 14 years later, and there has not been a game engine designed. Because Madden's gotten lazy. I mean, EA's gotten lazy. Why should they put in cut, copy, paste, <laughs> update some rosters? There you go. There's your new game every year. You're paying for a $60 roster update pretty because much. they have no competition.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's <laughs> pretty much how it is for those games.
0: Yeah, so that's good, man. We need to get into some talking about that. There's all kind of stuff going on I want to get into. I'm not going to get deep into it, but I'll let you go ahead and clear. What's you been up to, dude?
1: Man, I've been working crazy hours at work. I'm dealing with a you know, big conversion project. We're right here at the tail end of it. So hopefully it'll be done soon and I can get back into doing my stuff. I mean, I've got uh, one thing I'm doing on the horizon. I'm not going to say it here on the podcast because I'm actually going to do fireside chats. Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, Horizon Zero <laughs> Dawn is on the horizon. No, you're talking about something else. Forbi- oh. uh, the, for, the Forbidden <laughs> it's like you're West. Talking about games. No, no, no. So I got it. It is game. It's slightly game related, and um, uh, I, I'm going to do a series on it because it's a it's about my adventures and something. So I'm just going to leave it at that, just to. Had a little spoiler there, but um, you've been gaming in gaming, yeah, yeah, in gaming. I mean, it's not. No, I'm saying, have you been gaming?
0: What have you been no, doing? No, I what have not been, been gaming
1: because, like, literally, when I come home, I've been crashing as soon as I come home. I've just had like no energy whatsoever. Yeah. So, but I'm still building. My, right. I'm still building my retro game collection, <coughs> though. So,
0: well, I don't know if you guys know this. This is becoming the new hot thing. We, I thought about doing a podcast on it. And I don't think I'm going to. I'm not going to get deep into it. Here's what I was saying. But you remember the Mario Brothers that sold for like $2 million and this kind of thing? Do you know what's going on?
1: Another one at Goodwill, it was a Legend of Zelda copy that just sold for $417,000. Man. Do you know what's going
0: on, though? Not really, no. Okay. So, hmm, how deep? So, it's all a scam. Okay, okay. This is the, so there's a guy named James Halbert or something like that. Jim Halbert, not, not, Jen Halpert, but, not uh, Jim, Jim Halpert, but Jim Halbert. James <laughs> Halbert or something. I don't know the guy's name, but there's Heritage Auctions and WADA Games are all inflating the market um, on purpose. And they've done this with the coins uh, back in the 80s, and they got arrested and busted. Now they're doing a video game. So, so, um, so first of all, I want you, to, I'm going to, uh, I want to tell you, go, so Carl jo- Job, uh, Jobist, he's like, it's not American, I can't pronounce it right, but K-A-R-L, 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 J-O-B-S-T, exposes, I'm gonna go ahead and post it on Facebook, man, because people need to it. see this. Okay. Yeah. Because this is a, and he's the first one to done it. Now the new media and everybody's picking up on it. So Wada Games was created solely for the purpose of inflating these prices. They're buying their own games to make it look like they're they're, they're enticing speculators ah. to buy, you know, Mario Brothers three for thirty grand, thinking it's going to go up, and they're just sucking the life out. If you look at the uh, graphs of like when when coins were most expensive, it kind of shoots up and down. That's the spike speculation way. Up up, not kind of, a very huge spike and straight back down. Video games are doing the same thing, and now the media feels a little bit foolish, and I'm using it as a general term for just talking about it and feeding this frenzy, because how that's how a false market gets built up, and now they're all coming back. You'll see it all of on Facebook about, or, you know, video game news about oh, the potential fraud, but he really breaks it down. Metal Jesus even uh, copied it and uh, and pasted it, because it's uh, dude, it's, it's it's not real and so Wada games waTA do not They're. I mean there's games that have a+ plus ratings you know that have holes in the in the uh, plastic on them and it even says in the rating system cannot have any holes or tears. you know oh my BMGA gosh. I think it was has been doing ratings for years for decades they're that they're the ultimate authority on it at this point not Wada Wada is a fake company. That does this. I mean, so just just look into it um, hmm. about what uh, you know. What at least according to this video, that's what's going on, and it's not just this video. You'll start seeing it more. That i pointed about to point this out. Let me let me put this on Facebook while I'm talking about it. And dude, this is a uh, it's a good watch. It's about an hour long. Okay. And and uh, but anyway, yeah. Put it up there. I'll watch it. Uh, I'll watch it when I'm pulling <clears throat> my late night tomorrow night at work. Yeah. It's um. All right. So I just posted it, and um, you know, I noticed that Metal Jesus took notice of the same video, um, and it's so well done. And um, you know, when I say it's all a lie and all this, I want you to. I don't want to like get hit with some kind of defamation thing, because I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, I mean that's what's what true. These people will do that. And they but would, especially you, this a video, like according that. to this video. You know, all all uh all ten people that that hear this video have been influenced by me <laughs> um, but uh <laughs> here's podcast but um no but uh according to this video that it it brings up some very sus dealings with um, you know heritage auctions and water games and it, it is deep diving. there's so much um, opportunity and just uh Conflict of interest, or not conflict of interest? What are you? Whatever you, you know. I think it is called conflict of interest. Where obviously, if you it rate a the game, higher you get more money for it. It's conflict and, of interest. So does in the auction house and stuff like it's that.
1: that. It's fraud. I mean, it, it's. I mean, it's false pretense. There's there's several things that falls under, and that's just uh, that's terrible for the gaming world because you're gonna artificially inflate all the prices because now Joe Schmo down the street that has you know Super Mario out of the box, he's gonna see the one that you know sells for thirty thousand in the box that looks all beat up, and he's gonna be like, well, my copy looks better than that. I can sell it for at least five hundred dollars. Well, now the game's gonna shoot up in price just from artificial inflation. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, so just watch this video. I mean, it really explains deep dives. It's not just making, you know, you know. When I watch it, I think, oh my gosh, what a bunch of liars, what a bunch of, and um, you know, scams or crooks or whatever. I mean, they've already been hit with it back in the day in wada Games. It's like so coincidental. It's just, it's not even a conspiracy. It's just obvious, right? I mean, and so anyway, just just check it out. But that will definitely turn you off from buying wada Games. And now everybody's getting getting awake to it. Like I said. And so um, yeah. And mean. so they're really, uh, it's going to cost some money now because now everybody's kind of aware of it. But all these people that are buying them, they're like, oh, this is a big time collector. They're not collectors at all. These people that are buying these games, you know, you can't even find who, who it is. You can't even find how many that have been graded, which is what is common. If you go to like PCG or PNGC coins or whatever, all these different things, that's part of the thing. And I tell you how many has been graded so we can find the rarity. All of a sudden on WADA games, you can't find that. You know, obviously because they bought up, you know, like thousands of Mario 3s and are going to grade them all at A++ and slowly release them, making them seem like it's rare. They did that with uh, Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Spider-Man on um, Atari. Oh, my god! And the first one sold for $9,000. All right. Then they slowly release it. Now go to WADA Games and look how many did they have. All of them. The last one sold for 800 bucks. Mm. A 900% drop. Golly. or you know it's like dude yes wild what um so anyway dude it's uh it's ridiculous but anyway so that just check that out it's really good this is really so in depth and so detailed that to do a really good nice. podcast about it. It's just, you have to really do like some research. It's well, definitely, uh, not research, but I, you I got, haven't heard much about yeah, it. Check but it out, dude.
2: Yeah. I'm going to check it out tonight after we get out, get done with the podcast. Actually,
1: you got my interest peaked here too. And you know, when you get me <laughs> peaked like this, I'll start digging deep and then out comes the clear fire rant. So, <laughs> so Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to it. Well, All right. well, my thing about Go the whole, ahead, out, clear. Well, but this is just—I just want to make sure people understand my my statement that I said earlier about the game that got sold at Goodwill, the Legend of Zelda copy that got sold at Goodwill for four hundred and seventeen, yeah, four hundred seventeen thousand dollars has no relationship to this WADA game stuff. So I just want to make sure that was clear because don't want any confusion that was actually sold for charity purposes they you know of course make the money goodwill's not the best for charity but at least it's some type of charity
0: yeah so they did it they did a fundraiser essentially well basically saying. is a copy ba- basically
1: a copy of Legend of Zelda came in to goodwill brand new in the package everything in the Nintendo copy mm-hmm. you know mint copy edition and what they do is instead of just selling it in the store for you know, 20, 10 bucks or whatever, you know, whatever they put on it. They actually will put it up for auction. And of course, all the money that's made supposedly goes to charity. A lot does, but Goodwill is one of the ones that has a really high paid CEO of the company. So. It's not as much of your money that goes to charity, but at least it's the thought and them trying to get it out to charity and things like that. So it was for a quote unquote good cause. I'm not going to say it was a perfect great cause, but at least the money went to something good and not just to somebody's pocket.
0: But I guarantee it could have been. I don't guarantee, but it could have been a speculator. And I guarantee they're going by the prices that have been artificially inflated by the. I mean, talk about me, these guys are on Pawn Stars. These guys have gone. This is a r- elaborate mm-hmm. campaign. These guys are pros. Yeah. I mean, they know mm-hmm. what they're doing, dude. I mean, it is unbelievable. So, but yeah, you will really enjoy that. And it's like fifty five minutes, and I, it don't seem like it because it's so good. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see here. You want to start this let's thing? Let's start or it. Let's talk jump, about these it, games. Jump in head first. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is start at fifty, and I'm just going to go as fast as we can. So. So all right, number five. Excuse me, number fifty, and this is one that uh, I'm not going to do this for each one, but I just this one I don't know a lot about. I remember seeing the cases everywhere. Nintendo Powers, Aerobiz Supersonic, and it was a flying game. Did anybody else? Did anybody play this game? I actually know a little bit about this game for a weird reason. I was doing a
2: well going back to uh, so (laughs) we were talking earlier about PlayStation Classic mod and all that. So I've really gone into a lot of ROM hacks. You know variations that fans have done with the games and stuff like that but this one's completely separate so i was stationed in korea for a year i've been through japan multiple times this is a sim you it's like sim city but it's a sim uh for an aircraft oh airport airport business i think it was. Yeah. A, i, I want to say it was a japanese only release i could be wrong on that but that's where i was going to bring up it's interesting i was in i was stationed in korea in 2002 Like the entire year of 2002 And I know we got some World of Warcraft guys here I'm not a World of Warcraft guy But when I was stationed in Korea There's a Korean version of World of Warcraft back then That was super popular So it's interesting the gamer taste Between Americans, Europeans And Korea, Japan, etc So this blew up over there you know, this game was extremely popular, and to my understanding, extremely well done, well made for a game from back that time.
0: Well, I will add. I uh, remember uh, that. Not you mentioned. I will that. add <laughs> to To
1: too, since you you were mentioning about overseas, this list is of games that were released in North America.
0: This is yeah. So this is it's just okay. the North American release releases. It not mean they weren't released anywhere else, but they're right. they're rating the North American yeah. releases. But I remember seeing that what you're saying that was like an airport business, and I remember seeing like. Maybe on like SNES drunk or something like oh games that hold up today and he was talking about this. This is a sick looking game. It kind of made me want to go play it. Yeah, but but it doesn't really tell you that's what it is in the title. I guess Arrowbiz. Oh, well, I mean, like aerobiz Aero Short yeah. for business. Mm-hmm. When
2: I quickly looked at the list, I Supersonic actually Sonic. I actually thought That's, it was the Acrobat game initially. You remember that they had like a, a bat. Yeah. And I, I saw AeroBiz Supersonic. And for whatever reason, my mind put Acrobat Supersonic. I was like, oh, they made more than one of those games for the Super Nintendo? Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, it threw me off yeah. with the whole Supersonic. Like AeroBiz, if it was just called AeroBiz, then I was like, okay, I get it. It's airplane business. You're you're building airplane businesses. Forget it. <laughs> but the Supersonic's just like, huh? It just why the Supersonic added in there. <laughs>
0: All right, so 49, Mortal Kombat 3. also awesome Probably game. the best Mortal Kombat on Super Nintendo. Probably so. For sure. Mm, I, I will um, disagree with you on that, but okay. <laughs> uh, which one do you think it is?
2: <laughs> well, if, you, if you're going to go with that, then you might want to go with the Ultimate Edition that came out on the Super Nintendo because it has so many people. I personally prefer 2 myself, but that's just personal preference, 2 over 3.
0: Yeah, they had Ultimate came out on uh, Super Nintendo. I thought that was... It came out on Super Nintendo and PlayStation 1. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. The combos and all that. Mortal Kombat 3 just had a little bit more people. Ultimate. Ultimate had more, I think. Just That's <clears> it. <throat> it. They just kind of added everything all over one. I remember some purple case or a purple sticker. Yeah, that, that was good. Um, you know, everybody's kind of still in the height of Mortal Kombat, you know, with the uh, fatalities and whatnots. Blood kind of getting old school, old news now, but it was still pretty cool. Yeah. I wasn't
1: too old there because, but, I mean, that's only the second Mortal Kombat that had blood on the Super Nintendo, so... Yeah, but we but the people as a society be getting used to being blood. That's in the true. Games. It just became more commonplace. At, it was starting to become a more
0: commonplace at that point. And then, but it still wasn't the king according to this list because the very next game, Street Fighter Alpha Two. Yes. I do not remember this one on the Super... I know what it is, but I did not remember ever seeing this on the Super Nintendo. Like, anybody that I knew had this game.
1: Isn't this one that has, like... This isn't the one that has, like, Cammy and all those in it that goes into that, is it? No, that's Super Street Fighter Two. Alpha is like,
0: more cartoony. Cartoony? Like self- kind
1: of went. Are you sure Super Street Fighter Two had Cammy in it? I thought Super Street Fighter Two did yeah. not have Cammy in it. Super uh, Street... Super Street, Street Fighter II Two had did, Cammy. Let's
2: Cammy. Cammy and Fei Long and T-Hawk yeah, and... D- but DJ, I think DJ, yeah. But no, the Street Fighter Alpha two, I don't really remember it, but I think this is. I'm sure if we went back and looked, it's probably one of those late releases for the Super Nintendo, yeah, like
0: '94 or
2: something. Well, I was thinking more like '96, '97, '98, because yeah. I remember the Street it's Alpha. It's be after the N64. Yeah, I remember the Street Alpha games being on a PlayStation, but I don't know time wise. I'm just saying this sounds like one of those late releases in the in the console cycle, you know?
0: Yeah, but it's '48, so. Forty-seven Super Street, or excuse me, Super <laughs> Double Dragon. So I remember it a little bit. Super Double Dragon. So Double Dragon, awesome game. Still fun to play today. We went back and did a whole podcast on it, and I enjoyed every second of that podcast. So much fun uh, game talking to play. about it, and also going back and playing it again. And I even recorded. I finally, even when we got done with the podcast, I kept going back and trying to finish it, and I did, and I it for the first time ever. So. Testament to that game, Double Dragon Two, still fun. Double Dragon Three, not so much. But then Super Double Dragon comes out, and I guess I thought it would be more art, like a first one, but more arcadey. You know? Yeah. And I guess it kind of is, but it doesn't have the leveling system with the hearts. It's uh, and I haven't, I didn't really play it until I, I, I own that game now. And I think when I started recollecting as an adult, I got that game.
2: I don't really remember having a lot of fun with the Super Double Dragon. I remember having a lot more fun with the Double Dragon Battle Toad Battle Toads team up. When oh came yeah,
0: out. that was a fun game. Yeah, that was a fun one. I did. I do remember that one. That was all, anything with Battle Toads is usually pretty. good. And cool. there's a new True. Battle Toads
1: game out on Xbox. <clears throat> Or coming out yeah. on xbox i don't know if it's come out yet or not I have they've look. had a they've had one out for a while well it's a, new, a it, new one no it's a new about? one that's like like they, they were advertising uh, okay. it not too long ago so sorry i went left field on that but you know when you said battletoads the image of it popped in my head so
0: all right so 46 goof troop little puzzle game with goofy and that's one i rented from radio visions i like it i thought goof troop's fun i went back and bought it when i recollected did anybody else play that yeah I mean, I saw For, I, it. Actually, is pretty fun. I saw you play it when you rented it, but I don't, I didn't play it. Ian, or Swing and Thunders, you play that one? Oh no! Please don't tell me we lost him. He's gone.
1: He's either gone he got or got up. called off. Yep. I knew that's gonna happen. All right. Tetris Attack forty five. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's kind of Tetris. Oh, a little high, a little high on the list for my my liking, but you
0: know. So this is one that you rented from Video Visions when they didn't have anything else in. So when you were desperate, desperate. <laughs> and Tetris just never hit me, man. I, I just didn't ever really get into Tetris as much as everybody's claiming. You know how good yeah. it is.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I did play Tetris a lot, but I did not like Tetris Attack. I, I just. Did.
0: It wasn't my cup of tea at all. All right. Top Gear 3000. And One of these Top Gear games, a racing game. Yeah. Not a racing fan, man. I, I, <laughs> so I didn't get into racing. I can't really
1: speak for it. I didn't really get into racing games until, you know, N64 with uh, Mario Kart 64. And then um, when you got it, jumped over to the Sega Saturn because uh, Daytona, USA that's what got me into racing games was that game there because I love Daytona USA. I don't know if you're, I don't remember it, it Marcus, if you are Hollywood, if you remember us playing that over, over at my house, a lot USA, with the steering wheel and everything. So <clears throat> the top gear 3000 just doesn't nothing there for me.
0: All right. Just a heads up swinging thunder dropped. He's trying to get back in. We're going to continue on the list. And as he comes in, he can, uh, he can pick it up. So we're going to keep going. Uh, Draken, you remember that? No, not at all. As an RPG, I uh, never really got too deep into it. Uh, thought it was I, I, I just never it, got but, into it. Mm-hmm. So, probably pretty good though. I remember hearing a lot of good things. So, Super Bomberman classic, didn't really play it either. But I can I mean 42, I, this was another famous one. I did play Super Bomberman.
1: I did. I liked <laughs> it a lot. I love those Bomberman games. They were so much fun to me. All right,
0: international superstar hockey soccer deluxe. That's forty one. Hockey and soccer. Ho- ho- what am I saying? Here? Look, look, you you're, you you did the same thing I did.
1: Hockey and soccer are not the same thing, and I just tried to make it all
0: one word because you tried to call it hockey. You hit it in the net. <laughs> international superstar soccer deluxe is forty one. Yeah. So never big. Never big. Um, sports game too big on there um I know the super soccer was good uh, I, I remember seeing all these covers but I don't remember playing this one i mean I one pl- I played
1: one. i played a lot of i played a, a fairly a fair amount of sports games this was not one of them that i p- picked up and played I just never played many of the soccer games I liked the
0: hockey games they were a lot of fun
1: especially back then
0: yeah and so uh dragon view so this is a dungeon crawler. Um Dungeon Crawler, you see from the first person perspective, and it was you know, I never played it. I know what it looks like. <laughs> and you gotta keep in mind that these are um these are well, if they're going by the final score for MU Paradise, I guess people would or any of these I don't know what Groovy is and all this, maybe get on there and um how many downloads it has or how many I
1: mean, who knows? ratings
0: it has? Who knows exactly of, how he calculated it exactly? Well, it's important because if it's all downloads, you're going to play these obscure games that you didn't that you're not oh, going to buy, true. like Dragon View. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, all right, Zombies ate my neighbors, classic. Fun you know, game. I could see that. Yeah, I top, top. Uh, definitely one of the top in, uh, SNES games. I mean, I definitely see Zombies ate my Zombies ate my
1: neighbors at around this 39 level. I mean, that, that's to me that's not too far off.
0: Yeah, and I mean thirty nine. There's one thousand seven hundred fifty seven games. Thirty nine is pretty 2. good. I mean, that's I think, I think that's fair for for Zombies Ate My Neighbors. <clears throat> hey guys, but hey guys, I'm back. Seven, hey man, welcome back! <laughs> Yay! So, uh, there's uh, 717 games in North America, Super Nintendo games. But even still, so, um, 39 yeah, out of that, steal. that's still a good rating for Zombies Save My Neighbors. Yeah. I mean, oh, so that's, one about my,
2: that's one of my favorite games. Yeah, cool. I can't believe
1: I missed that one. All right. You haven't missed we're it. Just, we're we're still,
2: on we're on it. We're on it right now. Yeah. Dude, Zombies awesome. Save My Neighbors,
0: you
2: got to Awesome. I mean, just, just remember playing... Uh, that was before I moved to, to Forest, where we all knew each other. But I just remember playing that in, I think, middle school, and just having a blast with that. You know, just... Two-player. Uh, that was one that Coastal did pretty well on, actually. <laughs> but yeah. just a lot of fun. <laughs> and that's one of the ones with the ROM hacks I was talking about before, where like fans have done incredible jobs of just creating more levels to that game. So if anybody knows what I'm talking about with the ROM hacks, you can
0: find some pretty good levels for Zombie Ate My Neighbor. Yeah, it's definitely a cult classic for sure. It really is. 38. Now, this one here... Anybody that's played this game raves about this game. Even yes. the Facebook commenters that were disagreeing on everything all agree that Rock and Roll Racing is one of the best racing games on the Super Nintendo. Just the music, it's real rock music. Um, it's made by Rare, I believe. Yes, I believe it is. Uh, and you see that. But um, anyway, yeah, that's one that everybody talks about. And that's even as a collector, I'm ashamed I haven't re- – I think I've – Played it, like, just to check it out. I never really got into it. Like, I, when I turned it on, I was like, I'm gonna just check it out. It wasn't, like, because the game wasn't good. It was just because I just didn't have to give it a, set, a chance at that time. But um, everybody talks about Rock and Roll Racing. So uh, definitely want to check out. 38, that's really high up the list. Yeah, let me let me but, add to
1: you real quick because uh, Jonathan Ritsima on our Facebook page, he says Rock and Roll Racing does not get the props it deserves on this list. The game is still epic and is second only to Mario Kart with respect to racing games. So, I mean, I haven't played it, but I mean, I'll take that as, okay, maybe it's a good game that I need to check out. Actually, okay, I will. Not- I,
2: I will say this on that, and I, I kind of agree with them. And actually, I disagree. I would say it's better than Mario Kart, and I think Ooh. it's that rose co- rose tinted color glasses with nostalgia. You know, oh, Mario Kart was awesome. And going back to what this list is for, of like thirty years later, you know, what goes up and what goes down. I, I agree, it's an underrated gem. I would say it's a better racing game than Mario Kart if you look at it objectively, and you know, maybe not yeah. uh, a you know a victim <laughs> of the moment or yeah. looking at it through nostalgia.
1: I mean, I I, so, I I hate to argue on that one, but I mean, Mario Kart on Super Nintendo started a legacy. I'm just sorry. It, it no, really did.
2: But I think that's a problem that me sometimes like it's interesting with the British podcast. And what I mean by that is so you had British play a game that she's heard about, but she wasn't there at the time playing that game. And I think sometimes, at least for me, I, I can speak for myself here. What you remember you know, the nostalgia that goes into it, the feelings you had as a kid playing a game, and then maybe looking back at it objectively 20 years, 30 years later, I, I don't know. I, I Some things I look back on and I go, man, that that was a lot better than I remember. And there's other games you're like, you know, respect to Mario Kart on that one. The 64 version, I think, s- still holds up way better than the, the original
0: Super Nintendo version of Mario Kart. <coughs> So let me clean up something real quick. Rock and Roll Racing. I knew it was made by a good developer uh, or a popular developer. Today, it was not Rare. It was Blizzard. Oh. So uh, just want to say that. Um, Look at Blizzard so, go. Yeah, and so this is a weird one with Mario Kart. So real quick while you're saying that Mario Kart on Super Nintendo, in my opinion, did not hold up well. Yes. Um, <laughs> but but it did start a obviously start a a massive. Like you know I mean, yeah. something that's still going strong today for sure. But if you go back and play Mario Kart on Super Nintendo, you're kind of like, oh man, this is a little brutal. It's super quick. It's like it takes you know literally twenty seconds to get around the court, right I around mean, one time.
1: I, I absolutely but, uh,
0: agree with y'all. But like I said, it's
1: it's that whole thing of what it did and what it meant for gaming at the time and what it brought to the table is what I you know is how I think about it. And I say this and against this list
0: that's saying thirty years later so yeah yeah all right so and as soon as it starts to get a little weird to me it's 37 super street fighter 2 now that's probably uh, one of my
1: favorite street fighters of all time i mean it just I, really I'm is not, i liked all I'm the characters not, on it i loved having all of them
2: 100% agree with that i'm not the. I, i'm a mortal Kombat guy over street fighter but this is one i remember playing more than once having fun with the characters Faylong long was and the thing is I'm not the biggest fighting fan. I appreciate the fighting games for what they are. But as a younger kid, I had a hard time with the half circles, semi circles, you know, pulling that off as fighting somebody versus Mortal Kombat was easier for me with the back back or, you know, hold back, charge, whatever. But Super Street Fighter 2, I remember being very well balanced with the new characters, just a a lot of fun playing that game.
1: Well, and too, with Super Street Fighter 2, you had right around the corner, you had the Street Fighter movie, even though it was horrid. It was still a fun movie to watch, and you had that kind of build-up around it, too, because Cammie is in the Street Fighter movie. You have Guile, and you have, you know, Balanca. You have all the classic characters, but you had a mix of the regular Street Fighter 2 characters and the Super Street Fighter 2 characters, because you didn't have them all, but you had a blend of the two. Now, taking what you just
2: said, if we had the worst games ever made of all time, you could go with Street Fighter, the video game, based off the movie, Oh, Mortal Kombat style
0: graphics. <laughs> <laughs> that was based off a video game. That one. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a...
1: video game based off of a movie based off a of video game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Super Street Fighter 2. I remember buying that at Walmart and it turning it on. And the first thing that I noticed starting off the bat, they changed the sound of the punches and kicks. Hmm. Like it used to be when you hit a heavy kick, it, gotcha. you know, and then it's like, some kind of, it just sounded different and it threw it all off to me. I got gotcha. you. Um, I don't know why. I just, just didn't expect that. But anyway, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I bought it again once I started collecting. Now, this one, there's no... So, you can list gets stupid. me if you want to. Street Fighter Two Hyper Fighting. There was not even a Hyper Fighting released on Super Nintendo. Who, who wants to bet? I, I, Y'all can call me out I don't remember I mean so many <coughs> I mean I, you know Capcom
2: got a lot of hard time for that I mean if you took every iteration of Street Fighter 2 or variation there's probably four yeah. four 4.7 million of them so I they could have been on well, there Well it
0: used to be it's, yeah it could have been but I think it was trying to say Street Fighter 2 Turbo uh, that came out on Super Nintendo uh, I see what and you're saying I see what you're saying You know what I'm saying and so that <coughs> was that was <laughs> among the I would I don't. I'm not a big Street Fighter community guy, but it seems to be just amongst my circles of collectors. Street Fighter 2 Turbo is considered the, the, the ultimate Super Nintendo Street Fighter. I've heard there that There was as well. a
1: port of Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting for the Super NES released in 1993. Hmm. It's called? Super Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting.
0: So super so you reading you reading uh, Wikipedia? No, oh, well of course I'm re-
1: reading Wikipedia. It said that uh, released in Japan as Street Fighter II Turbo.
0: Right. That's what it was released so there. But, so Street Fighter II Hyper Fighting released in Japan, a Street Fighter 2 Turbo is a competitive fighting game released for arcades by Capcom ninety two, the third game in the Street Fighter II sub series of Street Fighter follows Street Fighter II Champion Edition, which was for Sega. Released a year latest, uh, less than a year later. Hyper fighting, blah blah blah. Hyper fighting is an arcade. It's the final arcade game. Yeah, the next game, Super Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two. Turbo. Uh, it's Street Fighter Tur- Two Turbo. Turbo. Street Fighter Two Turbo yeah. is Street Fighter Two Hyper Fighting. It's the same game. It's right. just the arcade version. The port the title. title Street Fighter Two Turbo was released for the Super Famicom and for the NES. Yeah, I Super said. NES in August '93.
1: I'm sorry, I didn't read far so, enough down. I
0: just hit the list of the ports. Uh, you were and quick. Didn't get to, there.
1: You quick to pop off. Quick to pop off. I'm always quick to pop off. I pop off fast. I so, do it
0: fast. Uh, so anyway, all right. So that one beat Super Street Fighter Two. Granted, that should have. It's still thirty. Six. Now that's another one of these things that had just started this legacy. Yeah, but you you got arcade fighting in at the home. So when you're talking numbers, you know, looking at over seven hundred games
1: and you're hitting in the top you know, in the in the lower thirties, it's it's still a good game, you know. All
0: right. Twenty nine, Secret of Mana. Oh What do you think? Wait! Hold on, hold on! Hold on! Hold on hold on, on! hold on! Hold on! Wait! 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 Wait!
1: Wait! We We need to back oh, up. Oh! What, what? 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 All right. We need to actually back no, you up guys know what,
0: Okay. No. Yeah. Thirty-five. It's one little row up. Mess my Cause, bad. Because you. Because you, you. I, it, were, you I were did this th- an Injustice too. You were thirty-five. You're at thirty-six, and you skipped yeah, Delta. So yeah. What's the next number? The next number 35. should be thirty-five. Okay. So appreciate it. Uh, this game was sick, dude. Yes. This is my yes, favorite. One of my favorite games. This should be higher. Sunset Riders. Oh, my gosh. This is a hard one. This is expensive, too, now. This is a great arcade game. I actually um, don't remember it.
2: Oh, you oh, you make me sad. So I have the arcade emulation version as well as the Super Nintendo version. Uh, they're very similar. They're, they're not that far off. I mean, I think the arcade version has some minor, better extra things in there but other than that i this is a game i played the mess out of i can still play the mess out of i think me and coastal played it maybe a year ago goofing off and i think me and a weed doc played it a little bit when he last time he was in town and we were goofing off i love so you the game. Got, i love it so you got the rom of this
0: yes
1: just send me a copy of the rom and i'll play it i got a raspberry <laughs> Pi.
0: yeah it's it on um, a heartbeat it's a you know shooter side scroller um Essentially, and you're jumping around. It's uh, it's awesome, and you can be like cowboys that shoot two guns with a single bullet or shotguns, shotgun with one.
2: But um, here you go, clear. It's 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 made by Konami, if I remember correctly. So it is. Teenage, oh yeah, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game meets Red Dead Redemption.
1: Oh yes, I'm so <laughs> playing this game. I'm finding it and playing the fool out of that game. So, because uh, I love that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, two arcade game,
0: that's so so much fun. Yeah, dude, it is good. And um, was thirty four. Do what? It was thirty four? Yeah, but this game had the fun stuff like the sayings "bury me with my my money." like, bury me with my body." It's just like it's so great. That's all awesome. these little yeah, I'm goofy all- things. It's one of my favorite games of all, and now, now everybody's this expensive now. All right. 34, Super Punch-Out. Man, this was a good game, dude. They really did so, a good follow-on. I think it was it's a, good.
2: It's great. I I, I don't know. I, I think I still prefer the Nintendo version over the Super Nintendo, and that's not a knock on this version. I just, I don't know. I, maybe it was just, this one was that game with
1: better graphics. Sometimes I, I, a classic just grabs you, and I, I'm like that, too. Uh, super it's a punch out game. great
2: great
1: game oh and it still holds it up well today too I think it holds up really well today and it holds up just as well as uh, Mike Tyson's punch out but then again it's like that whole line of Mike Tyson's punch out is like the punch yeah. out you know you think of and then when you think of super punch out you're like okay it was really good a lot of fun but it's not as memorable as trying to beat up Mike Tyson you know well,
2: one thing I yeah, want to I say, I like
0: I like this one better. Did you? But this one threw This one threw everybody off because, and it threw me off when it first like was advertised and all. Then you probably saw Nintendo Power and this dude had an old man had a cane. You are like, dude, has this guy got a cane in the ring. This is not. This is kind of throws me off. And now it's like, what is what's going on here? And I got it for Christmas and I really enjoyed it, man. And I still go back and play through it. So pretty. it's not as hard. It's not as difficult yeah. as the regular first well, Mike Tyson, for sure.
2: One thing in general I wanted to say about the, the the list that we're doing here, and this is just, once again, my personal opinion, but I think if you're a newer player and you try to go back to do retro, I think Nintendo games are hard for two reasons for newer players. I think it's the graphics. I think some people just can't get over the graphics. And I think those games were intentionally hard. You know, Nintendo, I think you have to go back to that history of, you know, they're rebirthing the video game thing, but mom and dad are not going to want to spend 60 bucks for a video game you could beat in five minutes. So those games were intentionally made hard. But what I'm trying to say is so I think Nintendo games, in my opinion, are sometimes harder for newer players to go back. If you go back and play PlayStation 1 and even 64 games, if you did not grow up with them, I think those games can kind of be hard because of the graphics and the 3D. But Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, this generation, of games and consoles, my daughter plays Mario World and Sonic. Like, I think with the art style, I think with the way some of these games are made, like you said, it, it still holds up well. So, whether you're 5 or 50, I don't think anybody's going to have a problem jumping on a- SNES Mini and playing a Mario World or, you know, a Legend of Zelda Link to the Past or Super Punch-Out!! I think the, the graphics and the art style holds up well. I think the gameplay... Because, I mean, if you think about it, it's a lot of action platformers, it's a lot of fighting games, beat-em-up games, and at this point, Nintendo and Sega have perfected the play style of those for what they have at the time. So, I think 50 years from now, people could still play
0: a Super Punch-Out! and still have fun with it. Definitely. Definitely. they're making games with the, trying to go back to those graphics now.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, you got Street <laughs> of
0: 4 that just recently... Well, isn't yeah. it 4
1: that came out? That's, well, 4 came yeah, out and they're coming 4. out
0: with a new Ninja Turtles
2: fighting game too. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. And then, of cool. course,
1: you had the Battletoads. I think it's Battletoads Reloaded. I think is the one that,
0: was, that just recently came out That was uh, that's uh, well, all those going back to that. Yeah. RPGs are coming out with that old school look, you know. They've been doing that for a while now, which is fun. But anyway... Uh, 33, Super Castlevania 4 Personal favorite This is an interesting Yeah, see, this is an interesting one for me You're talking about about, um, uh, Super Mario Kart not holding up We went back and played Super Castlevania 4 for a podcast, me and Clear Okay And, um, you know, I wasn't super impressed with it, man I'll be honest with you I liked it, I enjoyed it Um, I think it's way better uh, whip control and all this kind of stuff I don't think the music's as good as the old school Nintendo versions, man. I mean, this is, uh, and I kind of compared it on the on the podcast, but it just you know people love this game, and I guess that's maybe why it's overhyped for me because I never really I played it back in the day. I just kind of touched on it. Well, I think that's and, um,
2: the, what we talked about before, where we all have different opinions because of what did we play, what did, when right. did we play it? Because I played this when it first came out, and. Castlevania three on the Nintendo is the actual game that got me into gaming. That was the first game I bought on the NES outside of Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, and that's got me into gaming. So I loved this game, but it was also because I was 10 years yeah. old, and it was the sequel to the game that got me into gaming, and I played oh, it in yeah. 91. I can see what you're saying. You go back now, love the Castlevania games, but this is where it starts kind of going downhill till something in the night. It's just a rehash, and that's another problem yeah. as gamers of – we, we complain when they change things and we complain when they leave things the same. I think as much as I hate what they do, I think Activision's hit it. We're going to give you the same Call of Duty every year and we're going to change the meta on the multiplayer and we're going to give you a different map and we're just going to keep you happy because we're giving you the same thing that you love, but we make you think we're changing it when we're really not changing it at all.
1: But um, yeah, Super Castlevania 4 for me, it was just rough. And I say that mm. because it's, it kind of fits in the whole same same phrase of what you know both you you and hollywood are saying i started on castlevania very first one loved yeah. the game i loved castlevania you know and then to play castlevania 4 on a new system you know it would just to me i was like ugh. and it just it felt painful at times i got it, you i mean i understand where it fits in the world of being a good game it just it doesn't float float my boat understood
0: i think it. I think it fits about thirty-three. You know that's a pretty good spot for it, if you ask me. It's you know definitely a classic, but anyway, thirty-two. Speaking of never changing, Mega Man <laughs> X <X3>. three. <laughs> so
1: Mega Man X three is
0: just like Mega Man X two, just like Mega Man X one. I mean, all all it is no, is adding, di- just <laughs> like,
1: adding <laughs> different characters. No, I know it's not. The weird just thing like
0: about it. it is, is Mega Man X is just one of the. F- our, well, we talked oh. about one of our favorite games of oh, all time God, yes it's just oh. but 2 and 3 which is essentially the same thing but for some reason it's not as fun I don't know maybe that nostalgia is that powerful I don't know and I, I, think, I, I don't know either. <laughs> think I can turn on X and just run through it and it's so much fun to run through But two, X2 I did finish X2 as well and see this is later you, on you're feeling this way the way I feel about Castlevania 4
2: because you played it when it came out and yeah. that's how it made you feel now I wasn't a big Mega yeah. Man X fan so I've played through all of them and I'm like oh you know they're, they're all the same same. You know, they're very, very similar. I yeah. think really if you're I'm sure they're on this list. X, X2, X3, you know, I, I guarantee you it's probably in that order. three is gonna be the first one we see as we go up. We'll see two, we'll then we'll go up and see one. But really, I would say mm-hmm. go back to the Nintendo ones. I think universally Mega Man X two is considered the best Mega Man Mega Man on the Nintendo, but objectively speaking, probably three was, just I mean, people nostalgia wise
0: love yeah. two. Well, so this is interesting because I played all of them uh, when it came out, besides 4 and on. So I didn't play nowhere near all of them. I played all the ones that you were talking about, Mega Man 1, 2, and 3. And I never owned 2, but I did own 3. And I love 3. I finished it all the way through. But I would still say for some reason, 2... Just does stand out um, as a better game for some reason. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I can't really put my finger on it. And I didn't never. I never owned two. And it may have been just simply that, like you're saying, you turn on two. You like, man, Mega Man is really good because one didn't really hit that hard. No, it didn't. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, you know, and that's the only one that doesn't have uh, eight bosses. It only has six. But um, it was very difficult. It had point system. You know, blah blah blah. But it was just. Uh, it was still fun. But I think 2 got it right, and that was the first one to get it right. And so that's why everybody holds that one to there. And you're probably right. Instead of – so that's interesting because I'm just thinking of it, as you say, because you're right. Mega Man X is the first X game that we played, and it was something new and refreshing, and it was sick. And then Mega Man 2 was the first one that we played that kind of got it right. And then 3 is the first one that I actually owned just because of Mega Man 2, and 3 was a, is a – fantastic game as well but once again with the but, the if you just took a person who has no idea
2: about this and objectively put them in the thing and go play these three games which one's your favorite right. oh it's three
0: three seems to be more refined and more whatever <laughs> but nostalgia for us and then i wonder if you said Yeah, i wonder if you said play them in that order one two and three and then tell us which one is the best yeah if it would make a difference you know what i'm saying That's good it, point. May, it may go If you just took all three and said play them at random, which one's better? Yeah, they probably would say three because three had the slide. I think that's the first one introduced the slide. And it had a zero. Yes. Uh, we wasn't zero, but it was the dog Proto or, Man. Yeah, proto so let's man. wrap
1: us everything back in because we are on Nintendo games when we're supposed to be on the Super uh, no, Nintendo we're on list. Mega Man. Because Mega on, Man is sick. I know it's sick, but we've got a long <laughs> list ahead of us. I know, but we're that's only okay. But I, what, we're, what only... we're
0: trying to do here is figure out. Well, what we're trying to do is figure out does this deserve to be on the list for what reason. You know, what is the reason? Is it because it's your first time to play this thing at this at the particular phase of your life, or is it because it's the first time the video game company's got it right? We don't know. So anyway, that's just fun to talk about. Now, this is where it gets silly. This is where it just, the list just gets loose and a little bit of credibility here. 31, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. I know a lot of people that hate
1: <laughs> this game. I know a ton of people that hate this game. I am not one of those that hate this game. I actually really do I like this game. I hate the game. I this, like the game. This is but this, it ain't no thirty-one. This is well, what I, No th- way. This is this is a Final Fantasy that I really like because of the story in it. It's a really good one, and the fact that it had a it it, it presented Final Fantasy in a different way because you had to do you know you you moved differently. It was just a whole different game versus so, the Final Fantasies we we knew. So so at, here's the, the thing the
2: though. This is where timing, nostalgia, and in this aspect, context comes into play. You Americans are so bad at RPGs. We're going to make an easy version of Final Fantasy for you because you're not good enough to play JRPGs. So here's here's your bone. Here's your scraps. Here's your oh, yeah. Final Fantasy Mystic Quest because you're not good enough for Final Fantasy.
0: It's a watered it's, down BS well, game. So, so I
1: so I so I relate it to uh, like um, Mexican food. You get Mexican food here in America. It's it's the same everywhere you, you go. Year. You go you go somewhere. You go to Mexico. You go to Mexico you get Mexican food. Man, that's good stuff. Man, a taco from Mexico is really good. Taco around here, you know, you gotta find people that know how to make them right.
2: At the time, I enjoyed the game. I think it was the second RPG I'd ever played. It was a fun game. I enjoy it It, now. It was a fun game. I don't know how it's so high. I enjoy it now, but listen. I don't know how it's so high 30
0: years later. I just don't get that. No. So, 84. We didn't go past 50. 84. NBA Jam. Wow. So, more than 50 up the list is Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. It beat R-Type 3, which is 80. It beat NBA Jam. It beat... Breath of Fire 2, it beat, um, where's of F-Zero?
2: No, dude, be, It on. beat Hagani Final Conflict, which is a hidden gem. It beat 99 Knights of the Round, which I personally like as a beat-em-up game. Like, yeah.
0: Ogre. Super Ghost and Ghouls, it beat. Earthworm Jim, it beat um, Earthworm Jim. I'm not a fan of Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim <coughs> anyway, was not get horrible on Super <laughs> Nintendo. Horrible. <laughs> let's, <not get, laughs> let's not get too crazy. Okay, yeah, well, it, let's did go. Beat, okay. It, it did beat but Illusion listen. of Gaia in F-Zero, and that's mind-blowing Any,
1: to me. Anyways, it's number yeah. 31,
0: and i so, think that's but, a good point but here's for the it. thing but here's the thing though it is true that's the context this is the first one they try to release for dumb Americans, so they water down an rpg stream <laughs> it's not even you don't even have a choice you just go through the the story let me hold you hand hand. Yeah, straight I do like line the game. very straight line it's hilarious. i like the game but i this like this after, after too. final fantasy 2 <laughs> this is after final fantasy 2 was out yeah, yeah after you already got final fantasy
1: 3 and then you final fantasy 3
0: Final so, Fantasy Three came anyways, out. It's after, so after Final Fantasy Two. Mm-hmm. I played it after the fact. That, 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 but yeah, two, two was a hands.
1: fantastic game. So, all right. Next up, game yeah. is so, number
0: thirty, Mortal, Kombat, Mortal 2. Kombat Two. Why are you trying to? Why are you trying to rush us through this, man? Why are you trying <laughs> to tra- rush us through I'm this? Not trying to rush us. Just so trying not we're just to linger. To have fun with We just trying to have fun with the list.
1: Well, so, I want to um, hurry up and get to another one because I see one right right that's coming up soon. That's good.
0: Well, we're conversation. We trying to talk about one. Mortal Kombat 2. I got this stole out of my locker in high school, so it holds a dark place in my heart. First a kid. first Mortal Kombat with blood on it in Super Nintendo. Yeah. I, what
1: else? This is my personal favorite
2: of the series. I still remember Fatalities on this to this day. It's, oh, yeah. I, it's just the one I played the most. I, I think my favorite thing, my favorite uh, flex on Mortal Kombat 2 is take Shang Tsung, hold down low punch your second round, beat the crap out of somebody, go one sweep distance away and let go and you're going to turn into uh, Kentaro and punch him in half. Mm-hmm. So there's a flex. I'm <laughs> going to hold low punch the entire round and still
1: beat you. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, so. And, and too, Mortal Kombat 2, in, in my opinion, kind of like is the one that really sprung and pushed
0: Mortal Kombat forward. I mean, it was just...
2: It was the perfect It was sequel. great. See,
0: that's what we're talking. It's the exact same thing we've been talking about. Is it Because I think Mortal Kombat 3 is a better game. But Mortal Kombat 2 got higher on this list. And probably if you ask somebody that played both of them growing up, they'd say Mortal Kombat 2 is a better game. And again, it's like you just said, Clear. It's the first one to get it right. So that's a powerful thing. It's kind of like Mortal
1: Kombat 2 is kind of like the Mario Kart of Mortal Kombats. Like it's the one that just springboard yeah, yeah absolutely
2: it, you know pushed it forward well if once again that context thing so mortal kombat has all this hype the blood the controversy this that and the other and i don't know if you could have made a better sequel to a game at that time than mortal kombat 2 was to mortal kombat they got everything right and i don't really remember them dropping the ball on any aspect of that game
0: but once like you said though but the reference would... point was mortal kombat one yeah that's yeah. the only problem but it was great i mean it was when that, that one came out man everybody was pumped about it. everybody you know dude Come over. Let's go play Mortal Kombat 2. Oh, you got it you had the students, so it was sick, man. Well, you finally had blood on Mortal Kombat. I mean, that's true. Yeah.
1: We got blood now. You know, so it's just it for
0: whatever reason that was a big swing. All right, twenty nine. There we go. Secret, Secret of Mana. Of mana. There we go. That needs to be. That yeah, should be I higher. Mean, that's, right, that's right.
1: No, I think I it really know. should be a
0: little bit higher. It should be more closer
1: to the top of the twenties and not the bottom of the 20s but it, I mean it's a great game it's fantastic I mean I, I got the secret of mana copy on for PlayStation 4 I still haven't even taken it out of the wrapper because it's just I you know they finished made it, it they made it made it they made it the limited edition disc of it so I just wanted to keep it as a collector's item but a fantastic game wonderful game
2: it's a great game and so, I think this goes back to certain like with the Super Nintendo there's certain game types platformers beat-em-ups RPGs that just still to this day hold up so well especially in a great story if the story or the game mechanics can catch you it doesn't matter how long ago or how far in the future we go these are
0: games that people can come back to and enjoy yeah and so th- somebody threw me i think it was rob that threw me for a loop when he said do you consider secret of man an rpg When we were talking about
2: oh yeah what makes an <laughs> rpg yes.
0: and I'm, uh, dude uh that's a great question because everybody does but then based on our um discussion of what makes an rpg you could argue that it's not even an rpg you really could <laughs> but uh yeah if you go you back could. and play it as a uh now it's it's extre- it's extremely linear um but anyway it's a good game i think it's about where it needs to be maybe up or down give or take five you know mm-hmm. in my opinion so all right now 28 donkey kong country 3 Underratedly yes. hard, game.
1: <laughs> yet, hard game. Yeah, very hard game. I don't think it should be this high. That's just kind of my thing. I, I, well, I these people
0: that Donkey Kong Country definitely, but not Do- Donkey Kong Country Three. See, I love Donkey Kong Country above all of them, and mm-hmm. I haven't really played the other ones. And I, I have tried to get into because everybody that likes Donkey Kong Country, I think they either say two or three is the best. Usually two. Two, two is really two. good. And um, and so, but I didn't think it was better than the first one. And I don't know why. Um. Again, nostalgia. Where you're at in life, I can't look at it through without any other way. Uh, but anyway, that's up there. I think that I think they def, I think the Donkey Kong Country should definitely be up here. I hope it is. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Or I'm talking about all the Donkey Kong countries. Oh yeah, yeah. Should definitely be on a list somewhere because oh, they're yeah. they're good. They're, they're great games. Um, it's just in my like opinion, three I don't think
1: should be where it is, but that's okay.
0: All right, twenty seven. Top Gear, another racing game that i don't know uh, sorry i don't know anything about it i'm not gonna disparage any top gear fans it just seems like a bland racing game to me but i hadn't played it so yeah i'm not gonna beat that horse mm-hmm. i will just agree with has. you
1: guys
2: i will just agree with you i from my point of view i mean i don't remember oh, it standing it? yeah i've played it a little bit i don't remember it standing out i really don't yeah. you know and that was then so i hadn't even touched it in 20 years so I, I don't I hate to say it. I'm making an assumption here probably wrongly of me, but I'm sure if that's racing games. I don't think aged very well on the Super Nintendo
0: personally. Yeah, that's probably why. All right. 26. And this is I don't get this one, man. Street Fighter 2 World Warrior. The World Warrior. Street Fighter 2 Turbo is definitely better than this one. Yeah. I mean, ain't No doubt. No doubt. I, I, just, I don't know why this is up this high. I mean, again. the only the only,
1: the, way, the only thing that I could think of, the reason why it'd be up that high is kind of the whole Mario Kart effect, like we've talked about earlier. Yeah. That's yeah. the only, thing, the only so, reason why.
0: Certain ones thus far. Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, although I do enjoy that game. It's kind of a guilty pleasure game. Uh, don't know why it's 31 and World Warrior. I mean, again, it was a phenomenon. Great, it launched a phenomenon, but that phenomenon has come and gone. Does that make the game good? That's what we're trying to figure Very out because this is what it's trying to be. Most popular games. I really thought Hollywood's guilty pleasure game would have been Sonic. Yeah. Oh, no. no dude. That is <laughs> nobody's pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> that is no secret or out and open pleasure for anybody. That is a definitely. They need to have a most over overrated game. That would be number one there, above <laughs> nah, Tetris. No, no, yeah, dude. No. Go look at. There, somebody did a whole video on that. Actually, the most overrated games and Sonic was on that list. I believe it was number one. No kidding. Oh, I believe uh, it is. I be, I believe it's an overrated game, but I still yeah, we've love already, it. We've gone into it. I still uh, love it. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it's a beloved it's, game, it's and the characters beloved. My- I like Sonic. Sonic Two got it right. Sonic One, no. Oh, Sonic Two they was well, off was the, first the chain.
1: Time. Sonic the CD, Sonic CD was off the chain. I mean, I got my Sonic shirt on tonight too. But um, <laughs> hold on, let me see. That's yeah, my Sonic What's, the Hedgehog in the neon. I just village. noticed that. I didn't even notice that until oh, just said dude, something. <laughs> that's cool, man. Yeah, it's from one of my. It's one of my pop tees because I, I like collecting my pops. This is one of my pop tees. And so
0: yeah, it's Sonic looks the Hedgehog cold. is glowing. Weird? Yeah, it's 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 like a.
1: It's kind of like a black light style shirt because it's black with the, you know, yeah. graphics and everything. It's Like neon so, drawing. Yeah, on it. that's cool. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it looks awesome. I it's awesome it. shirt. I love. I love it. It's one of my favorite shirts. Um, on top of that, too, um, I'm getting. A, I've got a friend that's making me a custom mask that has Sonic on it because I like Sonic. Nice.
0: So, but yeah, I mean. All right. Cool. All right. So, uh, 25 Kirby Superstar. And I don't know the, if that's the name of the game. I don't think, I it's the think name it of the is. Game. All,
2: all the Kirby the, games mashed together to me, and yeah. they're, they're all well made. I think, and they, I think they all do a good job. But they all—I I hate to say it—like I can't distinguish one Kirby game from another. If you put screenshots up, I, you know, between a Game Boy Advance, a Super Nintendo, a 64, because the graphics and the art style doesn't really change from console to console. I couldn't tell you one from the other, other than maybe the, the original Nintendo version. That's it.
1: Right. So this one right and here, I'm, I'm the, pulling it up. It's uh, Kirby Superstar Eight Games in One. So that's probably why it's yeah. completely indistinguishable because it has oh. eight
0: games on it. Maybe that's yeah. why. And it's all a little short. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just stupid, but I can't figure out either. Every one of those games is like so short, or you know, it's like, dude, what, what am I doing? Am I doing something wrong here?
2: Well, I think that I, I didn't was, quite get it. I think that was kind of their segue into gamer not such hardcore gamers because if you remember like like i said in general Uh, nintendo games were super hard and then kirby wasn't and if you look at a lot of these games it's just i think it's easy easily accessible games for people who want to get into games is what kirby really is
1: well i mean here's what it says about it: it is split into seven, seven smaller games six primary and one supplemental in addition to two mini games so i mean i don't know the only thing that i like kirby on is super smash brothers
2: Well, so – And then he just wrecks. My daughter uh, was playing – I think it's like Kirby Epic Yarn or whatever. And it's like a game you can't die in. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's just like I think for her, it's something fun for her. That was one of the first games she played because you can't die. Go ahead, have fun, jump, You know, do your thing. And like I said, off the top of my head, that's what I remember about the Kirby games. I think they were made for games to make it easier for other people to get into them.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. All right, um, yeah, the, Kirby is another one of those franchises that's like, okay, yes, definitely memorable, good franchise, but that game particularly, I, I couldn't, it's on the, I think it, believes it's on the mini. Um, anyway, 24 Contra 3 Alien Wars. Love it. Yeah, pretty good game. Hard, but uh, probably needs to be up there. I yes, mean, that's a good one
1: I know it's a good game but to me it's like kind of eh because I mean my, my fondest memories are with Contra it's kind of that whole memory thing again I mean I hate to say that but I mean just
2: well once again like it's so I wish we I mean there's no way that a newcomer could come and play all these games for the first time what I do remember about that game specifically and I'm sure you remember this I think you guys have talked about it you know the the console war Sega Super Nintendo Mode 7 graphics so Contra going with that top view like it rotated you know what I'm talking about like uh-huh. you go from side to the top at the time in 91, no, like 92, I thought that
0: part of the game.
2: I thought I didn't either, but I thought it was cool though. Like, oh, that's different. That's not something you saw on the Super Nintendo. You showed that to a, right. a, a gamer today, and they just laughed. Like, okay, what's up with the pixelated, horrible <laughs> top down view?
1: I don't know. We yeah. could always throw it in front of
0: British because she hadn't played a lot of these games, if any of them. Uh, that'll be do. It'll be difficult, <laughs> uh, but she needs to play it. That'd be interesting to see if she likes But She liked the adventure, so that's why the Zelda was a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, Contra Three is good. All the Contra games are good. Super C is pretty good. The first one is obviously the best one to me, uh, but they've had to come up when they transition over to Super Nintendo. I think they could have done a lot worse. Correct. Uh, oh, yeah, That's Contra that <clears> Three. <throat> What's all right? Funny Twenty-four Ultimate. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was I was just going to say.
2: say I was just going to say to uh, to clear there. This is where I would actually give the Genesis the better version of the Contra for that generation. Hardcore
1: right. was
0: way better than Contra Three. Alien Wars. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I like that one. All right, Uh, twenty-three Ultimate Fighter. I don't. I don't know what this is.
1: I I don't know what this is
0: either. And so, when you were gone, we were talking about how you know what does this list come from. Is this people that actually rated the game, or is this like how many times it was downloaded? Because wouldn't you download like obscure games that you? Oh uh, gosh, yeah, I remember this. It it was. um, It's not Saturday Night Slam Masters, though. No, that was a fun one. That was fun. (laughs) It looks like Saturday Night Slam. I guess, it,
1: we it, play. it looks a lot like it, and it's like a knockoff from that and kind of the whole beat-em-up ty- style, uh, the style games. You know, it's just, I don't think this one was as fun. Because, I mean, I wish that one.
2: Well going I back can't to your, even
1: think. Going, <laughs> back to
2: your, going back to your download question, I don't know. I, I mean, there's so many factors that go into that. Because, like I said, um, yeah, I, I don't remember this game. And I, I don't remember anybody talking about this game. You know, like nothing. Maybe it's one of those super rare. Only so many copies were ever made and people are downloading them because you never got the chance mm-hmm. to play it. That's the only thing I can think of.
1: No, they're downloading it because yeah. it's called Ultimate Fighter and everybody's all big in MMA now.
2: And that actually might not be too too far from the truth as well, to be honest. With I mean, right. that's
0: my feeling on it. All right. So uh, 22, one of my favorite games of all time, Final Fantasy Four which is Final Fantasy II on the Super Nintendo North American release. Yeah. Wonderful game. Um, Great game. This is the first time we'd seen, you're talking about Mode 7, the game opens with Mode 7. Yes. Um, and, uh, and it's just epic, dude. I mean, we never seen anything so epic. The music, the, you know, I love the Cecil Dark Knight and his whole story oh, and i following it just so sick. Such a current story. And that's kind of the first super deep, you know, 40-hour game. Yeah. Uh, Every time you say Final
1: Fantasy two or four, it's just like my eyes get all big and y'all just start remembering the story, and it's just like that whole wave of oh my gosh, this story is such a great written story for a video game that always draws you in to make you want to play it all the way from start to finish and never put it down. Just that that that's how I feel about it all the time, and I hate that it's only twenty two. Yeah. It's it's right, twenty one. Okay,
0: go ahead, man. We didn't no.
2: Need a I was chance. no. I was. I just agree with what Clear is saying, and that goes back to what we've talked about before. Where I, I think it doesn't matter what how old the game is, if, especially with an RPG. If you've got a great story, the story's going to click. You know what I mean? You yeah. can get you can overlook other things, and this this it was a great story with Kane and the you know the dragoon and everything else that was going on with that that game. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, and all right, known 21, Mega Man X2, again, finished it, still Mega Man X is my favorite, but X2 is good, good, uh, you know, it didn't really bring, you know, as much as obviously X did to the table, like something new, it kind of was just a rehash of the same, but, um, but anyway, I mean, that much you can really say about that. Number 20, and I said, like you got anything, anybody got any stories about X2? No,
2: I, I think a lot of it, like we talked yeah. about, the ones you have, like, tri- trilogies and stuff like that, like, it's just which one was the most popular and what made it popular. I mean, they're all very similar. Donkey Kong, Mortal Kombat, etc., etc. Street Fighter.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we already covered it when we caught, covered X3, so. All right, so this is where the li- the list completely loses credibility <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. It gets a, I mean, little, it gets, it gets a little retarded here. I'll give you my example. 19 and 20. All right, number 20. Mortal Kombat One. What is going on with this? Mortal Kombat now?
1: Two on the Super
0: Nintendo should have been above this one. Just hands yeah, down. Every every just game should have been. <laughs> should have been this should probably not count sports games. You don't know how many sports games there are. Obviously, those you know the newest one would be better than the old one. But that, when you start getting the regular games, Mortal Kombat should not even be, you know, the top seventy percent, dude. Not count sports games. I mean, the only, uh, the
1: only way I can rack it up, it's kind of like the whole, you know, when we talked about Ultimate Fighter, the whole thing of, oh, it's Mortal Kombat. Let me download this and play it. And I really think that this mm-hmm. list is more hitting off the downloads than it is actually off the I, actual ratings. I, I, I agree with you. Well, it's got to. Yeah. I, I mean, the way, well, the the way, way we're going now,
0: the, the, the downloads have yes. way outweighed the ratings. Because 19 is Shaq Fu. And that is a notoriously terrible game. Sir, before you go to continue, you put some respect on Shaq's name before you trash his video game, sir. (laughs) I love Shaq. Shaq, Shaq Shaq the person. (laughs) Shaq hates that game. Does some awesome stuff.
1: But the the two things that are terrible that Shaq has done. Terrible. Terrible, it's terrible. (laughs) Is Shaq Fu and Shazam. Both of those are terrible that he did. You can also throw in mana Steel to that if you want to, but Shaq-Fu by far is a terrible game.
2: Okay, I, I will say one positive thing about this game, though, since we're going to destroy it, or we already have, uh, Shaq's best sneaker version he ever had, I believe he wears, that graphic is in that game, so he wears his awesome sneakers in that shoe, that's the only, about the only positive I have for that game. The black and white right, so so pumps,
1: I don't know if you guys remember those Shaq shoes or not, I'd rather just look at a picture of it, you know what Sha- I'm saying, Fu of the get, game. Yeah. Shaq so, Fu gets Clearfire's
0: big steaming pile of poo rating. That's what it gets. Think about it. this. Think about this. In 150 years, let's just say, somebody finds this list, and they go, what is this Super Nintendo? And then they start playing one through. By well, the time they get to 19, they would go, this is the 19th best game out of 700 and whatever. They're We're done.
1: They're done. They're going to turn away one I mean, maybe, maybe
0: this is just a fluke. Let me try twenty. Uh, nope, <laughs> it's uh, they still suck. Well, what, so, uh, we're what's interesting
2: playing. is I don't know why it's this one because you know there was Michael Jordan had a video game made back during this time. It was like <clears throat> Michael Jordan and the Windy City and Chaos. Windy City, or yeah, something like that, and it was very similar. Chaos in a Windy City, yeah, yeah. but it's very similar. Now with that one, I'm shocked that's not more popular because I'm I i do not know if you guys remember this or not. You remember the All Star cartoon with him, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky? Like I could have seen that video game getting a lot more publicity than Shaq Fu,
0: but it is what it is. I thought Windy City was kind of, he's running around fighting whatever, throwing the ball at him. Shaq Fu's a fighter though, fighting game. Maybe,
1: I don't know. I think it goes back to the whole, the ultimate fighter kind of issue. You see something that has Shaq on it, Shaq is a very popular, very marketable person. I mean, because don't get me wrong, super nice guy, amazingly nice guy. And he's just got that character about him that makes him marketable, and you see it. You're like, oh, "Shaq Fu," I've never played this. This has got to be great. It's Shaq. Yeah. And then you I play was, it, and you see how big of a steaming
0: pile of poo it is. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. So, well, it takes. So this uses a formula to weigh a game's total ratings and average ratings. So total ratings, what's the, total ratings is the number of times it's been rated. It's got to be because average rating. You know, well, I think you're also so
2: the ratings there. I people, would think with like MU Paradise, is how good is the ROM that you downloaded. So if you got a corrupted
0: ROM, it could be right. the greatest game That's in the world. But if Mario World is yeah. corrupted every time, they rated it crappy. Z- yeah, zero they zero zero. So going to, to download it. <laughs> so and everybody's going to download Check Fu because they're curious to know how crappy it is. So that's going to have a high total rating. Well, that could be the internet so,
2: trolling us. Everybody's giving it 10.0 ratings just so people think it's the greatest game ever made.
0: So they have to be trolled too. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, they just get on there to download it. So the total rating, you know, they're going, like, hey, this game's garbage. They could have, you know, 60,000 one stars versus you know one million downloads uh, contra you know has you know whatever yeah but i mean that's and five a, yeah. stars
1: and if you're giving t- total ratings you know one five star versus 60,000 one stars of course that's gonna write an
0: algorithm that's yeah. gonna get higher i mean that's yeah. just so everybody wanted to play Shaq Fu, right because it's just they heard it was terrible oh, Shaq? To play or, it, yeah. or get their buddy all right so anyway that's enough of that so Eighteen Killer Instinct, one of the best fighting games on the entire system. Sick game introduced the super combos, ultra combos. Uh, didn't have fatalities in this version, but no. um, they did. You could knock them off buildings and stuff, but you had the ultra combo. Did they have? Fa- they did have fatalities, but you couldn't do the fatality in the middle of a match. You had to do that, They had to be laid over like a Mortal Kombat. I thought it was like an ultra combo, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's an ultra combo, which you can do a fatality. They're not a bloody or anything like, mm. but uh, but during the the next one, you could actually in the middle of a combo, you could then just drop a. I think you could drop a kill. I don't remember. But anyway, what this I was liked a great
1: game. What I liked over Killer Instinct versus Mortal Kombat and the Street Fighter, because those were like the three competing games at the time, yeah. is that Killer Instinct was fast. You know, it was fast. Mortal Kombat at times was just slow, even in in the fights and everything. And Street Fighter, notoriously slow, but Killer Instinct, like Hollywood just mentioned, with the combos, just sped it up so much and gave it a challenge when you played your buddy. And that's what was so much fun about Killer Instinct.
2: Well, the two things I'll say about Killer Instinct is number one, I agree with you guys; it's a great game. I think. I liked it as well, and I think the reason, going back to what you were saying, Clear, is it's very accessible. So even if you weren't a great fighter, you could still pull off at four, five, eight-hit combo as long as you did something decent. But it was one of those games where you could definitely tell who had mastered it. You know, Easy to pick up, hard to master. You could tell the mm-hmm. difference between those players. But this is that context game again, because for all of us who played it when it first came out, we saw the arcade version. And for the Super Nintendo to do what they did graphical wise was incredible for us in comparison to the arcade. But if you showed that game to somebody nowadays, they would laugh you off because it is blurry. It is pixelated and it doesn't look that good. That one doesn't hold up graphically as well now. But for us who grew up with like, dude, that was very close to the arcade graphics back in, you know, 94,
0: 95, 96. Yeah, definitely good. Um, All right. So 17, I think you mentioned Ultimate. Mortal Kombat 3. Yep, that was definitely... I think that was the best one on the Super Nintendo. I mean, Hollywood, you you
1: mentioned it earlier when we were talking about the Mortal Kombat's uh, higher up on the list. I mean, so it's really not...
0: There's not much really more to talk about
1: on this one, in my opinion. But I mean, yep, really good game. Yeah, yeah, more characters, more fun.
0: I mean... So number 16. What a game this is. I think it should be higher. I think this is definitely a top 10. It's definitely a top 10. Top 10 agrees. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. You gave it such a
1: fast introduction, man. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. I mean, God, this game was just... (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a if if you know me, I'm a huge, huge, huge <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. I mean, I still got the original Technodrome toy from back in the day. Nice. You know, nice. I am Turtles are my thing, dude. And this is just this just was a step up from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to arcade. I mean, it just was that step up. It, it just really
0: boosted the whole thing. So let me give thing. you an example here. This, you know, the, the Ninja Turtles arcade game that came out. And everybody, so first of all, you get the Nintendo version of Nintendo of Ninja Turtles one. It's just everybody's just like shocked. like What is this? What are we even doing? um and then uh it has nothing to do with turtles that we know of so it's the names well, I mean, of the turtles it was the first and, it's first time for most people like us to see the ninja turtles all
1: wearing the red bandana or the you know the red mask the yeah. red gear and we're like why are they all in red cuz i remember saying that because i was yeah ninja turtles the cartoon that's where i introduced it not the comic you know of course now as i got older i read the comic so you're thrown off by that and the ninja turtles the Video game on NES is uh, can be stupid hard at times. I mean, we talked about the one little spot where yeah we try to jump over it, you fall in the hole, but you can actually just walk over it,
0: you know. And so then we then we played. So the Nintendo on the arcade was super good. It's a beat 'em up. That's what everybody always wanted. So we played the beat 'em up arcade, and then Nintendo says, "Oh, we're going to release Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two the arcade game on Nintendo." So of course, being a kid, you are like, "Oh, it's going to be sick." It's going to be just like the arcade. It is not. It's not that good, right? It was best you could do on the Nintendo. And then they had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 that was similar to to the arcade game, quote, the Nintendo arcade game. Yeah. Right? And so we played that. And then Clear's like, hey, come over. I got a game for you. And when I went over there and played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 on Super Nintendo for the first time, it it almost like, am I dreaming this dude so is this because I never heard anything about it is this really happening right now is this game this good at this good of graphics it was just as good as the arcade it's better than the arcade as far as the yeah. things you could do you could throw the, through the guys at the screen yes Um, it, I mean it was unbelievable and it is still they, and they re-released it several times but and it they is, gave uh, it a good, I good story
1: that, but, that's just, the thing yeah, it's, it's, a cool it's, got, story, it's got a cool a fun story and All the characters Characters You even have a copy of it Called Hyperstone Heist On the Genesis I mean it was just That's a different game But it's uh, I, I mean it is a different game But it's similar in vain I mean it, it's the whole Yeah similar in vain Going so, in time and whatnot. Although so it does have A little bit of a different storyline
2: You guys hit on a lot of the points I think uh, Holly when you were talking About throwing the guys It looks just like The arcade game Plays just But you don't have to Feed quarters to an arcade machine But this right. is one of those games going back to the nostalgia thing where as a kid, you have a story or you remember something, you know, how certain things trigger memories. And for me, you're going to laugh at me. So what I remember doing me and me and Coastal, one of the things we did before we moved to I moved to forest in Columbus is Friday nights. We would go to Blockbuster. We would get to rent two games, one movie. And then we would order pizza on a friday night and that was our weekend it was friday night That's pizza awesome. and then we would have the games for the weekend so we rented ninja turtles 2 secret of the ooze we ordered <laughs> we ordered cheeseburger pizza from domino's that was a special they were having during the secret of the ooze uh
1: movies and stuff And we rented so, so, so ninja- real quick before you go any, any further yes is that how coastal got his nickname cheeseburger no, that's another story for another day. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to ask.
2: Yeah, and then um, we rented Ninja Turtles, uh, you know, Turtles in Time, and I just remember every little detail about that weekend. How good the food was, drinking Pepsi, getting to a certain point and getting our butt kicked by Leatherhead the first time I think me and him played it together. You know, and just this is where I think with the retro gamers and the nostalgia – it's such an interesting thing because you have these memories that stick out to you. And I'm, I'm gonna go a little off topic and I'll bring it right back and you guys can stop me. But this is one thing that kind of, and this is media and pop culture in general. So all of us who grew up, there's limited video games, there was limited TV shows, there's limited cartoons. So, you know, we all can get together at our age and go, hey, you remember watching Power Rangers? Do you remember watching Voltron? Do you remember watching this? And I'm kind of curious, what the next generation is going to be like because they have so many more options. You know, kids 20 years from now have Netflix and Disney and all this other stuff. How many of them are going to get together and not even have watched the same show as each other or played the same video game as each other, unless it was a popular oh, yeah. Fortnite or, you know what I'm saying? Like a culture phenomenon, but like, Oh, I played this random RPG on the PS4 and 20 years from now, they're like, dude, I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. I don't, you know. And But like I said, for me, the nostalgia is kind of an interesting thing. I remember this game so, so well. So much fun. So many good memories with it. But it raises a question going in the future, like my daughter with the emulators and the arcade games. And me explaining to her what an arcade is and what we used to do at arcades and arcades etiquette that these kids don't know about nowadays. You know, put your quarter up there for Street Fighter 2. Put your quarter up there for Simpsons. I got next. <laughs> and these kids are not going to know what's up with that.
1: 15, 20 years from now. Well, so uh, yeah. so, so I want to I want to hit on something before we go any further. And this you're is... You're changing the subject No, we'll not changing. No, I, I not changed, changed the subject. It.
0: That was my bad. I apologize. I want to talk about arcades. Okay, good.
1: Well, if you're going to talk about arcades, I'll let you go ahead and go Hollywood, and then I'll throw so, mine in afterwards. Just don't
0: get off in of any so, about the arcades, man, I, my mom, mom told me that... So when I was at the arcades when I was a kid, and they put the quarter up there. You know, my mom didn't have an art group an arcade or nothing like that. Yeah. and I, but I am just playing Street Fighter too, and then I was like, Mom, this is weird because these kids would put their quarters up there. <laughs> she goes, and she goes, Oh, Marcus, that means he wants to challenge you. He's putting a the quarter up there, so you'll keep playing. Oh, so then I would just start grabbing ki- quarters and drop them in there, <laughs> so I'm taking this other <laughs> kid's money. I thought that's what that meant. My mom told me, you know, and uh, so even in like, the quarters. Uh, no, that's supposed to be. They got down when you die. You can't play anymore. <laughs> so, anyway, this is just funny. You're about to be a Hollywood so, the yeah, Quarter thanks, Thief. Mom. She didn't know. Yeah, just stay. I kept playing. They wanted me to keep playing, so I did. All right, Hollywood, you need anyway. to go find an arcade, drop about five bucks, and just randomly put
1: tokens everywhere for some kids and make up for what you <clears throat> took back in the day. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> exactly. I got to make up to the arcade people. So, one, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll touch on the arcade thing because you know that I think it's in. I don't know exactly where it is. I think it's in Nevada. But they have the retro arcade there that you can go in, pay like 20 bucks, and play all the arcade games. Yeah. You get in, and you got that. So just for all you people that want to get the feel of arcades, they do still have it. It's just very limited. But at least you can pay 20 bucks and play all the games you want. So that's great, because you didn't have to have you know rolls of quarters going with you. The other thing I want to touch on is... Earlier, we were doing, or not in this podcast, but in other podcasts, we were doing uh, Clearfire's Fun Facts. So, with mentioning Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, I have a fun fact trivia for you, for both you and Hollywood, to see if you know. Okay. Do you know who played Super Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze? Kevin Nash. Uh, yeah. Bam! Look at him go. Do you peep? D- d- does everybody know who Kevin Nash is? Probably not as well because he is famous for what? N.W.O. Wolfpack
0: being a douchebag. <laughs> ah, outside. no, he's
1: not. He's not famous for the Wolfpack. He did. He did branch off the, into it. He's the, actually the, ha- the, famous the for being the outsider for coming in for coming into WCW after being who in WWE? Diesel. But There you uh, go. Oh, yeah. if he you was Shawn Michaels' bodyguard for a while. And if you want to wa- go back even further, I can go back further on that too. Well, I'm
2: not going to go back further, but I was going to say that if you're uh, you got a hardcore wrestling fans, they'll probably know Kevin Nash for blowing out his quad every time he sneezes because the guy was injured forever because oh, he yeah. kept blowing quads out. But
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and for ruining Goldberg's streak. That's too. Nope, that was not him. It was yeah. uh, it was yeah, Razor Ramon, it was, Ramon that actually. Well, Kevin Nash got the win. Razor Ramon or uh, Scott, Scott
0: Hall. Hall was the one that actually hit him with a taser. Now, Kevin Nash was the bookie and scheduled yes, him to lose the, the championship and Kevin Nash claimed I had more pop than he did like dude you did not have more pop than Goldberg at the time it was a big
1: political thing back then and that's kind of was the where WCW started going down even though Wolfpack came out of that um, it still was yeah it just blah
2: but yeah I just want to touch so, on that nostalgia then like certain games like this I love Ninja Turtles War. I definitely think it deserves to be top 10 and it's games like that that I have so many memories tied into certain things with that I mean it just you know having fun like that like I would say a modern day representation would probably be guys getting together playing Call of Duty online with the same clan or you guys playing SOCOM back in the day etc cetera, etc cetera. but I just remember loving this game I remember so many memories just having fun and playing this two players co-op you know, and that's another lost art for another topic for another podcast, but just the – I think the fun that has missed out on people playing competitive and cooperative games in the same room with each other versus what we have nowadays. You know, Four people playing Mario Kart or two people playing Ninja Turtles on the Super Nintendo or NBA Jam or whatever –
1: well, I mean, it's the whole term of couch co-op. It's Couch co-op is now a foreign term to gamers. Exactly. It's, they don't know what that is anymore. You know, couch co-op started, you know, that that was, of course, it was co-op at first to us because that's all we had. We either had one player or two players. So we had either you know, that yeah. or a co-op game. And then, of course, when you started having online games come on, they start ca- calling all the games that you play two player but have to be in the same room with each other, you know, couch co-ops. And so that's and, the
2: thing about developers nowadays is outside of certain sports games, the only game – I know there's more, but the only game that I can think of modern-wise that's come out where you could do a co-op on the – is like Borderlands and Diablo on modern consoles that you could sit there and do a co-op, couch co-op with. There, that's not even an option on a lot of these games
1: anymore. It's online only. And Borderlands, <laughs> it's only certain Borderlands that you can do couch co-op to, correct? It's not all yeah. versions of it. It's that, not I'm, all like –
2: I think they all have split screen, but I could be wrong. But I mean, I just going back to what I was joking about with the arcades for kids down the road, generations of gamers, things they'll never experience. But like, I, I'm sure we all three have been in this position: four player co op playing GoldenEye, hitting your boy next to you because they're screen jack in your position because they they know they know you're hiding in that spot in the complex to hit him with a proximity mine. You, you yep. don't get that, you know, <laughs> online anymore.
1: Nope. Yeah. They'll never all get to feel that.
0: Got a surprise for everybody. Uh-oh. uh oh We're going to have to do the next 15 later, man, on another podcast. Hey. So we'll stop right there. we got over an hour's worth of content here. We're going to come back and do the next 15, in a, uh, the top 15 at a later date, and really chop up these because these have got some good ones and some stupid ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but some good ones. So um, it'll be a lot of fun there. Um any parting words
2: uh once again guys really do appreciate being on the podcast had a blast today getting to talk about some of these games obviously my favorite game of all time Shaq being discussed was a personal top part of my podcast tonight but thanks again for having
1: me guys (laughs) you want to lose that gamer card tonight don't you
2: i like zelda 2 as well so let's <laughs> let's go with it there claire let's take the game oh right away. gosh again <laughs> we'll take oh my that, gosh we'll another gamer another,
1: an- another zelda t- oh my gosh you we people are crazy podcast oh yeah um anyways uh, guys so, yeah thanks for you know jumping in here and ha- uh hashing all these games out and talking nostalgia especially once we hit the turtles man that was great love yes that.
0: All right. Well, appreciate you guys joining. Thank you all for listening. Have a good evening. Peace out. So long. Later, guys.